0: glad you've joined us now for in the studio with michael card i'm wayne shepherd and michael we're going to uh do something that we've done recently a a couple of times and that is hear a lot of your music on the podcast here today
1: yeah, and there's an added twist. We're also going to do a Christmas show that's not a Christmas show. We're
0: going to do an un-Christmas show, Wayne. How do you okay. like that? We'll find out what that means, yeah. We'll, <laughs> I will find out what that means as we go along here. Unwrapping songs and scriptures that give meaning to the message of God coming to be the Savior of the world. So, again, thanks for joining us, and thanks for spreading the word. About this in the studio podcast, uh, we see the audience growing by the statistics, and we're very encouraged and heartened by that, aren't we, Michael? I mean, I I know I am. I'm sure you are too. Yeah, and I'm not usually a numbers guy, but uh, but no, to me see either. people, no. especially to
1: see people that are coming back, you know, weekly, you know, and and uh, or, or people that are digging into the into the archives and looking at older shows, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that people are using
0: it. Yeah. yeah. I I like to read the comments that listeners leave. Here's Jack, who says, good stuff and food for the soul. Look forward each Monday morning for a helpful, interesting word or two about In the Studio with Michael Card. I'm especially enjoying catching up with the transitions with his family, fellow musicians, and other brothers and sisters in the faith over the decades. Mm. So thank you, Jack. Thank Mm. you very much. Well, let's jump right into it here. We're going to hear a song. Um, Again, not really Christmas music, is it? We're going to hear Dragon. Well, I think our point
1: Wayne is that it is Christmas music. But it just hasn't been la- <laughs> it's in Michael's mind, yeah. It's un-Christmas Christmas music.
0: Okay. How should we well, set this up?
1: Well, you know, the thing is the Christmas theme gets gets sort of crunched into these 2 or 3 weeks and then you know, you're kind of off to 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 something else. I just mm-hmm. I enjoyed uh, Ramping up to Christmas with, with these uh, songs that are about the Christmas theme, but aren't necessarily Christmas songs. Excellent. It was our produ- It was our producer Joe Carlson's idea,
0: and I think it's a good idea. All right. Well, let's start in the book of First John. You have that open before you right now.
1: Yeah. This is First John one through five. Uh, what was from the beginning? What we've heard, what we've seen with our eyes, what we have observed and have touched with our hands concerning the Word of Life. That life was revealed. And we have seen it and testify and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard, we also declare to you so that you may also have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. This is the message we've heard from him and declare to you, God is light and there is
0: absolutely no darkness in him. That's Christmas. That's certainly appropriate. That's certainly appropriate. It is. Well, since you're going to sing about the dragon, let me read from Revelation chapter 12. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and his angels also fought, but he could not prevail, and there was no place for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was thrown out, the ancient serpent, who is called the devil and Satan, the one who deceives the whole world. He was thrown to earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, The salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have now come because the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been thrown down. Here's Michael Card. Ken Lewis plays percussion, Dragon. We'll continue looking at Jesus as the Lamb of God here in just uh, a few moments as we continue musically with Michael Card here on the podcast. Uh, Michael, I was just looking at uh, John chapter 8 in my CSB Bible here where the Jews, you know, say, our father's Abraham. Who are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not yet 50 years old and you say that you've seen Abraham? Yeah, that, that's a
1: that's a pretty heated moment. They, they accuse him of being uh, demon-possessed. They accuse him of being a Samaritan, which is basically like calling him a heretic. And, uh, and Jesus respond, he doesn't back off at all. You know, he responds that, uh, that God is his father. And then before the big, the big statement that gets him in trouble is 58, when he says before Abraham was, uh, I am, and of course they're going to kill him Mm -hmm.
0: for saying that. Yeah. Underline those words in your Bible. Yes. All right. And then Genesis 22 comes in here too, right? Before we hear this next song.
1: Yeah, Genesis uh, 22 talks about the sacrifice of uh, of Isaac, Abraham sacrificing his son, which is exactly what uh, God does. God's, God sacrifices his son for us, exactly what Abraham was called upon to do in Genesis 22. So this idea of Christmas goes all the way back to... Gen- well, it actually goes all the way back to Genesis 1, but... Uh, the 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 heart of Christmas is
0: reflected in the patriarchs and and yes, the, all through yes. the Hebrew Bible. Yeah, I love that thought. Yeah. All right, well, let's hear another song. Uh, John Ketchings joins you on this. God will provide a lamb. You want to say anything about the song before we we play it here? Well, it's it's uh, it's just a,
1: a kind of a retelling of this story of what uh, what uh, uh, Abraham says to Isaac. You know that God will provide a lamb, and and again. He does that in his son. God does provide a lamb. He provides a ram for
0: Abraham and Isaac, but he provides his own son for us. All right. Recorded earlier in the studio, Michael Card with God Will Provide a Lamb.
2: Three days journey to the sacred place. A boy and a man with a sorrowful face. Tortured yet faithful to God's command. To take the life of His Son in His own hands God will provide a lamb To be offered up in your place A sacrifice so spotless and clean To take all your sin away Where's the sacrifice, the questioning voice, and the innocent eyes? Is the son of laughter who you waited for, to die like a lamb to please the Lord? Because God will provide a lamb to be offered up in your place. A sacrifice. So spotless and clean To take all your sin away A gleaming knife An accepted choice A rush of wind And an angel's voice A in. By his horns And a new age of trusting The Lord is born Cause God has provided A lamb He was offered Up in your Place What Abraham Was asked to do He's done He's offered his own was asked to do he's done he's offered his only
0: We're digging past the typical Christmas messages here to uh, look at Jesus as the Lamb of God who took away the sin of the world. Uh, Michael, this next song is the face that shone, and I'll have you say more about it, but I'm looking at uh, Mark chapter 9. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them to a high mountain by themselves to be alone. He was transfigured in front of them, and his clothes became dazzling, extremely white, as no launderer on earth could whiten them. Elijah appeared to them with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us set up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, because he did not know what to say since they were terrified. Mm. A cloud appeared, overshadowing them, and a voice from the cloud, this is my beloved son, listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. That's, that's really remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, it, that's vaguely
1: familiar, uh, being on top of the mountain, Seeing uh, someone glorified, Um, Mm -hmm. how about uh, Exodus 33, Moses said, uh, uh, please let me see your glory. He begged God to see his glory. He said, I will cause all of my goodness to pass in front of you. His goodness is his glory, right? And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. Uh, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion but he added, you cannot see my face, for humans cannot see me and live. The Lord said, here is a here is a place near me. You are to stand on the rock, and when my glory passes by, I will put you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I pass by. Then I will take my hand away, and you will see my back, but my face will not be seen. But they they saw a face, didn't they, when the the, the transfiguration mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. But the the parallels, and again, this connection to this story goes all the way back to Exodus. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, you have a song, The Face That Shone. Shall we play that one now? Let's, Let's do. All right. We've set the context for it, and I think this is remarkable to hear it now. Here's Michael.
2: He ate the bread from heaven and drank water from the rock, and the grumbling children followed a misbegotten flock he climbed upon a mountain they couldn't even touch who'd have known that one encounter could have ever meant so much then up upon that high place in a cleft of solid stone his face was set on fire as the god of glory shone. he alone had seen it and had lived to tell the tale But because they feared the fire, he had to hide behind a veil. The face that shone with the glory of the Father, though he had known and endured dark desert days. The face that shone with the glory of another, soon the prophet would discover as the glory was fading away. The bread from heaven, he would be the smitten rock. He had twelve confused disciples, they were his bewildered flock. When he climbed upon the mountain, he took Peter, James, and John, but in the face of pending glory, they soon began to yawn. As he prayed while they were sleeping, he was transfigured into light, his face a blazing fire. His eyes so burning bright And Moses finally saw the face Before he'd hidden from And then came a voice from heaven This is my beloved Son The face that shone was the glory of the Father And he had known from the start that it was so The face that shone had let the light shine out of darkness And we're changed into His likeness As we gaze upon the sun The face that shone was the glory of the Father And He had known from the start that it was so The face that shone had let the light shine out of darkness And we're changed into His likeness As we gaze upon the sun
0: As I listen to you sing that, Mike, uh, some perceptive listeners might pick up the fact that it sounds a little different than what they may have on their CD recording. Of mm-hmm. Michael Carr. These were done in the studio. These are live right. performances in the studio. So, uh, for for newer listeners, I just want to point out that we don't let you get away by easily playing a CD on this program.
1: No, so. Joe Joe always makes me play it live. And <laughs> how he has this power over me, I have <laughs> yeah. no, I have yeah. no
0: idea. Yeah, well, he has similar power over me. So he puts words in my mouth. So, <laughs> golly, hey, we are unwrapping some verses of Scripture that are really non-Christmas verses in a sense, but in a sense they are the foundational verses for Christmas, aren't they? I'm I'm looking, we're going to hear another song in a moment. I'm looking at Ezekiel chapter 34 and verse 22 where it says, I will save my flock. They will no longer be prey and I will judge between one sheep and another. I will establish over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will shepherd them. He will Mm -hmm. tend them himself and will be their shepherd that that's jesus
1: yeah i mean it doesn't get any clearer than that and uh and, and and the thing that interests me is this this is what jesus thinks about himself when you ask him who he is uh in john 10 he'll say well i'm the good shepherd uh, and mm-hmm. and at the, in the same passage he says he's the gate but what you have to mm-hmm. understand is the shepherd is the gate he's saying the, the same, same. thing in yeah. two different right. ways mm-hmm. yeah yeah And of course, it all comes from that, you know, that wonderful Psalm. And I want to read a a new, a fresh translation of it, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me nigh down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his namesake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger for you're with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil; my cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a nice little fresh fresh translation.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. That really is beautiful. Yeah, I, I've always appreciated your song, My Shepherd, for many reasons. Uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, just posted it on Facebook because it meant so much to him. But can uh, can uh-huh. we ask Joe to play that one for us from our studio recording list here? Michael Card, My Shepherd. John Ketching, do you want to say a word about John and his uh, friendship through the years?
1: Well, J- John was a faithful brother. We toured together for eight years, and it was at a time when we were mostly driving around all night in vans, and it wasn't the tour bus era of touring. It was, And uh, John uh, put up with that uh, those difficulties for eight long years, so... Uh, yeah. He's
0: a good brother. Yep, a friendship bond was made there. Well, John plays the cello, of course, and accompanies you on Psalm 23, My Shepherd.
2: straight The Lord, and I'll make my home.
0: And we'll continue unwrapping these songs and scriptures with Michael Card, the ones that we think pertain to Christmas in kind of a new way as we think through them together here in the studio with Michael Card. We're grateful for each person who takes the time to contact us. Your encouragement is a great gift and we hope these weekly sessions are the same for you. No matter where you hear us, help us get the word out about this gathering of like minds by sharing the link for this podcast. We hope you'll share your thoughts on the Michael Card Music Facebook page, or reach us directly when you send your comments, questions, or song requests. Our email address is simply michaelcard.com. Again, write to us at michaelcard.com. Our hope is the discussion we've had will prompt you to explore God's Word on your own. Check out the resources we have online to help you go deeper. Michael has several Bible study books, as well as music and news about upcoming Bible conferences there. Explore all that is waiting for you at michaelcard.com. Well, there's more music and conversation to help us prepare for Christmas coming your way after this message here in the studio with Michael Card. Michael, this month we're featuring the day-by-day Chronological Bible.
1: I'm so glad that we get to feature this important Bible edition from my good friend, Dr. George Guthrie. George has been with us many times and we've appreciated his ability to make the Bible understandable. That's why we want to point you to the Day by Day Chronological Bible. This study tool combines a daily reading plan with a unique way of tracing the flow of
0: God's action through history. Visit csbible.com and search for Day by Day Chronological Bible to learn more about this helpful way to get into God's word as we prepare to start off the new year. Be sure to use the special 40% discount on your CSB purchase through LifeWay. Type CARD40 as one word in the promotion code for your 40% discount with LifeWay. The Christian Standard Bible. Scholarly, accurate, readable, current, and a wonderful gift for this time of year. Search for the day-by-day chronological Bible now at csbible.com. Something a little different this week in the studio with Michael Card. We're tracing through some really kind of unexpected passages that lay a foundation for Christmas. And uh, this is kind of a fresh way to prepare our own hearts for Christmas to come. So I really appreciate this approach, Michael. Our thanks to our producer, Joe Carlson, for the idea and for you, for the songs. And uh, it's just a a great way to look ahead here. So where should we go next? uh, Shall we consider El Shaddai? A Christmas song, really?
1: Yeah, it's most definitely a Christmas song. Uh, your most awesome work was done through the frailty. I mean, part of that frailty was Jesus being born. Okay, and right. um, and and here here from the Book of Hebrews is is the background. Um, Hebrews one one long ago, God spoke to our ancestors by the prophets at different times and in different ways. In these last days, He has spoke to us by His Son. God has appointed Him heir of all things and made the universe through Him. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of His nature, sustaining all things by His powerful Word. After making purification for sins, He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high. So He became superior to the angels just as the name He inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did he ever say, you are my son, today I become your father? Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. Again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, and let all God's angels worship him. That's Luke. Yeah, (laughs) okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's wonderful to make these connections,
0: especially to be able Mm. to back them up with some music. All right. We are going to add El Shaddai to our list of Christmas songs. Today and always here in the studio with Michael Card.
2: El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyonah Adonai Age to age, you are still the same By the power of the name El Shaddai, El Shaddai Er Erecham Adonai We will praise and lift you high, El Shaddai Through your love and through the ram You saved the son of Abraham By the power of your hand Turn the sea into dry land And to the outcast on her knees You were the God who really sees And by your might You set your children free El Shaddai, El Shaddai Oh
0: A song, and uh, certainly one of Michael's uh, most popular through the years, El Shaddai, as recorded in the studio here. Um, let's talk about joy. Um, I know that you've spent a considerable amount of time in the book of Luke. Uh, I know you wrote a book uh-huh. on the Gospel of Luke, so let's talk about Luke for a few moments. Yeah. And uh, let me encourage our listeners to to uh, grab a Bible when you can, whenever you join us for this podcast, and certainly if you have it, turn with us now to maybe Luke chapter 10.
1: Yeah, well... It, it, even leading up to Luke uh, ten, you see, you know, we're talking about the the, the un Christmas Christmas songs, or but Luke's account of the of the nativity is full of joy. Everybody's rejoicing, right? The angels are rejoicing. <laughs> Elizabeth right. is rejoicing. Mary, when when Gabriel tells Mary what's going to happen, she rejoices. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, uh, way farther down in chapter ten, I, I think it's it's a unique insight into uh, into into what makes Jesus joyful I think that's a really good question you know okay and and Luke 10 21 has a statement that is completely unique nothing like this nothing remotely like this is said about Jesus anyplace else in the in the Bible so it's it's uh it's one of my favorite passages uh, it begins at verse 17 uh, the 72 or the 70 and Luke is the only gospel that tells tells us about the 70. Uh, They return with joy, this is verse 17, they return with joy saying, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. Jesus sent them out with his authority, and uh, they're amazed that they can exercise this authority. And Jesus said to them, "Um, I watched Satan fall uh, like lightning from heaven. Look, I have given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing at all will harm you. However, don't rejoice that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And this is the the passage that I wanted to look at. At that time, he, Jesus, rejoiced in the Holy Spirit. And uh, NIV translates that, Jesus full of joy through the Holy Spirit. So this this is a unique moment. Uh, Jesus is full of joy in the Holy Spirit, and he says, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth because you've hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, because this was your good pleasure. And so you look closely at that statement. You ask the question, okay, what is it? What is it that fills Jesus with joy through the Holy Spirit, this Mm -hmm. special, special moment? And what fills him him with joy, the 70 have come back and they've been successful. And he says something to the effect of, you're you're revealing things to little children, and you're hiding them from the wise. The people on the inside are now on the outside. The outsiders are around the inside. Basically, the world's been being turned upside down. And Luke, yeah. Luke loves that theme. Uh, you know, the the yeah. fact that the sinful woman gets it, but Simon the Pharisee he doesn't get it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he does that over and over and over again. And and you know, and I I would always say, well, this is Luke's favorite theme. Well, I think it's Luke's favorite theme because it's Jesus' favorite theme. Yeah, he loves okay. the fact that the world's being turned upside down, and that fills him with joy. Yeah. What does that tell us about him? I think it's yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. I've n- I've never noticed it before. No. About Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit and rejoicing in yeah. the Holy Spirit—that's that's really rich. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, here's a song. Uh, God's final word. Of course, it's Jesus. <laughs>
2: me we use so very many clumsy words the noise of what we often say is not worth being heard when the father's wisdom wanted to communicate his love he spoke it in one final perfect word he spoke the incarnation and then so His final word was Jesus, he needed no other one Spoke flesh and blood so he could bleed and make a way divine And so was born the baby who would die to make it mine thought took on flesh and bone he spoke the living luminous word that once his will was done and so the transformation that in man had been unheard to placing god the father as he spoke that final word he spoke the incarnation as Jesus, he needed no other one. Spoke flesh and blood so he could bleed and make a way divine. And so was born the baby who would die to make it mine. And so the light became Eternity stepped into time so we could understand. And so was born the baby who would die to make it mine.
1: This is Isaiah 42. This is my servant. I strengthen him. This is my chosen one. I delight in him. I've put my spirit on him. He will bring justice to the nations. He will not cry out or shout or make his voice heard in the streets. He will not break a bruised reed and he will not put out a smoking wick. He will faithfully bring justice. He will not grow weak or be discouraged until he's established justice on earth. The coasts and islands will wait for his instruction. This is what God the Lord says who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I am the Lord. I've called you for a righteous purpose, and I will hold you by your hand. I will watch over you, and I will appoint you to be a covenant for the people and a light to the nations. In order to open blind eyes to bring out prisoners from the dungeon— and those sitting in darkness from the prison house. I am the Lord, that is my name, and I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. The past events have indeed happened. Now I declare new events. I announce them to you before they occur. It's Isaiah 42. Yeah. Now, Wayne, you have a special connection with Isaiah
0: 53. I you do. want to tell us about I do. that? When I was a young teenager, I was asked to read this passage in church, and I remember it as the first time that I really opened my eyes to Scripture and really saw wow. Christ for who He is. I mean, this really was a turning point in my life. Isaiah 53, wow. who has believed what we have heard, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before Him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He didn't have an impressive form or majesty that we should look at Him, no appearance that we should desire Him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised, and we didn't value Him. Yet He Himself bore our sicknesses, and He carried out our pains, but we in turn regarded Him stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But He was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed, Because of our iniquities, punishment for our peace was on him, and we are healed by his wounds. We all went astray like sheep; we've all turned to our own way, and the Lord has punished him for the iniquity of us all.
1: Well, I think about that teenager reading that passage up in front of them, and then before me is this (laughs) old man. Go ahead and say it. (laughs) No, 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 no longer a teenager, but. You know, in in your lifetime, that that passage still oh i mean, has more, more power than ever, yeah, right?
0: It still brings a tear to my eye, Mike. It really does. Yeah, that's what's unique about God's word. How about a song to get me over this? Okay. Yes. How much more yes. a servant?
2: On this their final night. They bicker and they fight Still they are slaves to men And not yet slaves to Christ He would give up on words Too tired to speak So he took up the towel And washed their filthy feet The arguments just fade away And there is nothing more That they can say The wordless lesson that will set them free Tell me how much more a servant could he be He took a loaf of bread He broke it and he said Take this my body And remember me He took the final cup As he raised it up This covenant is new My blood poured out for you The arguments just fade away And there is nothing more That they can say The wordless lesson that will set them free Tell me how much more a servant could he be He is the slave who always serves himself And makes of himself the final meal Lived out in flesh so we could see Tell me how much more a servant could he be? He is the wine and bread Too much to comprehend He leads us from his knees and serves us as a friend In time they'd finally hear The message made so clear Who is the greatest one? It is God's servant son The arguments just fade away And there is nothing more That we can say The wordless lesson that will set us free Tell me, how much more a servant could he be? How much more a servant? How much more a servant? How much more a servant could he be?
0: fresh way to look at Christmas through Michael Card's music and the scriptures that we've chosen for this program today. You know, we opened with 1 John. You read the first four verses of 1 John earlier, Mike. I'd like to read more from 1 John chapter 1 and a couple of verses into verse 2 of the CSB Bible. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light and there is absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him and yet we walk in darkness, we're lying and not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as He Himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus His Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. My little children, I am writing to you these things so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He himself is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for those of the whole world. Hmm.
1: Yeah, when, when uh, he he speaks of someone uh, making atonement or being in the throne room or uh, standing in the gap for us, uh, this, this image of Jesus standing at the right hand of God interceding for us, hmm. and Satan—they're attacking us. Yes, is one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite themes. yes yeah. it's, it's an ongoing shield and
0: defender, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's the same. It's the same throne room scene that goes goes on with Job. I mean, Satan is attacking mm-hmm. Job, right? right? And well, think um, of the
0: future. Think of Revelation.
1: Well, I was I was going to go there. That's where I was going to Revelation five. Um, Uh, starting in verse 1, Then I saw in the right hand of the one seated on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides, sealed with seven seals. I also saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who's worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to even look at it. I wept and wept because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or even look into it. Then one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Look, the lion from the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. So he's able to open the scroll and its seven seals. So he's looking up expecting to see a lion, but that's not what he sees. Mm -hmm. Then I saw one like a slaughtered lamb standing in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders. He had seven horns and seven heads, which are the seven spirits of God sent into all the earth. He went and took the scroll out of the right hand of the one seated on the throne. When he took the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp and golden bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. Magnificent vision from Revelation.
2: I wept for none was worthy. To open the scroll Or to look upon what it contained Then a voice said, see the lion Of the tribe of Judah So I looked to the lion But saw a lamb that was slain You are worthy to take up And open the scroll For you are the Lamb that was slain. Glory and honor to the one on the throne. To the Lamb who lives and reigns. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. To receive power, wealth, wisdom and strength. And praise evermore Worthy is the Lamb that was slain From every tribe and language Every people and nation Your blood purchased men for God And you won them a kingdom By your salvation And made them priests To serve our God serve our God Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, wealth, wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise evermore Worthy is the Lamb that was slain You are worthy to take up and open the scroll evermore worthy is the lamb worthy is the lamb worthy is the lamb that was slain
0: michael what a perfect way to end our hour together you are worthy mm. let's address this one who is worthy would you lead us in prayer
1: yes lord jesus as we come uh into the season where we celebrate your your coming into the world, uh, we want to fall down before your throne, we, the before your manger, before your cross, and altogether we want to confess that you are worthy, that you are seated at the right hand of the Father, that you uh, you hung on that cross for us, and you came into the world uh, fully human uh, and um, as a little baby, and so we we acknowledge. Uh, your worthiness. We acknowledge uh, what all that we owe you. We owe you our very lives because you gave yourself for us. Uh, you are so much to us and so good to us. And so we thank you, Lord Jesus. There's nothing but thanksgiving in our hearts. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Michael. Merry Christmas. Thank you. you same to you, Wayne. We hope this session was used by God to help prepare you for the celebration of Christmas. Take a moment and email your reactions to this hour. Or post your reaction and interact with other listeners on the Michael Card Music Facebook page. We're excited about the partnership with our sponsors at the Christian Standard Bible when you visit csbible.com. This month we're highlighting the day-by-day chronological Bible put together by our good friend Dr. George Guthrie. This daily reading edition would be a great tool for yourself or a gift for someone who wants to start a reading plan in the new year. When you visit csbible.com, search for Day-by-Day Chronological Bible. And When you order your copy, use the promotion code CARD40, typed with no spaces, to receive your 40% discount on CSB purchases through LifeWay. Search for Day-by-Day Chronological Bible, available now at csbible.com. We hope you'll join us for next week's podcast release. For all of us on the team, Ron Davis, Susan Sermon, Lance Mansfield, and our producer, Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Thanks for listening to this edition of In the Studio with Michael Carr.